RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather Podcast. As always, we are here, Lawfather Headquarters, Lawfather Studios. Thanks to DJ Eakin, it is now dubbed LFS, Lawfather Studios. Big shout out to all the shows on Radio Influence. Make sure you take a listen to those. Uh, all my friends are on there, so they just—they all do a really good job. And, uh, you know, as we come up, we're getting closer and closer to election time. I think there's a couple of political shows on there. So my guess is they would most likely be diving into some of what you're going to be voting on. Just, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really care who you vote for, how you vote, really, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we got in this place where people are so pent up and angry at everybody else uh, who votes differently from them. I don't care. Just go out and do it, right? At the end of the day, just go out and vote. That's uh, it's my public service announcement for the day. Um, let's, let's look at some things. So we're going to have some fun today. We're going to introduce a new part of the show called Case or No Case. Uh, but you know what? It's Halloween today, so we're, we're recording this on Halloween. I think you guys are going to actually hear it on Halloween. Uh, big shout out to everybody who's watching on video, mostly on the Instagram Live, and then later on uh, uploaded on YouTube till we can get our YouTube Live figured out. I broke my YouTube the other day, so uh, we no longer have the authority to do YouTube Live. Um, I'd like to say I broke it with feet pics, but no, I broke it with... Um, clicking the wrong button and clicking delete all. So it's going to take us a, a little bit to get that built back up again, but keep an eye on that. It will, we, we will prevail and we, we will build it back up again. One little video at a time. So those of you who have been watching Netflix, right? Uh, during Halloween season, maybe watch the watcher. Okay. Uh, kind of a good show. Right, I'm not gonna not gonna get into any spoiler alerts with it. It is based on a true story, so it kind of got me thinking on the law, law side of things. Could this really happen? Could could part of this really happen? And and the part that I'm talking about is you buy a house, and that house is haunted. That house is uh, that house has been. Look, this is this is not going to ruin the concept of the watcher, but. This house receives letters from a seemingly very threatening individual, right? Um, like I said, that's not a spoiler. That's just what what the show is essentially about. Like I said, it's based on a true story. Uh, how true it really is, I don't know, right? So when you buy a house in Florida, when you buy any real estate in Florida, and we're talking primarily about residential, the, the rules for residential real estate are different from commercial, so just looking at residential for the moment, I know commercial is important, but really beyond, you know, kind of what's what's important to the day to day for everybody else is does that seller have a duty to disclose that there's ghosts, there's goblins? Hey, it is Halloween, right? Or that there's letters coming from a seemingly threatening individual. And I would say that the answer is a really vague gray area in the state of Florida because all the state of Florida says, and there's case law that that gives us this like this insight into what it looks like. And it says a, a, a home seller must disclose any facts or conditions that substantially impact the value of the property. Okay, look, there's pretty much anything that falls in that like 
it's haunted. There's been threatening letters. There's been ghost sightings, right? You could make the argument either way, whether or not it affects the value of the house. Now, if we take this to an even more concrete and real example is, say someone dies in the house, say someone is murdered in the house, right? Do you have to disclose that? And I can, from the legal side, make the easy argument that no, you don't, because you know what? I can't tell you for sure that that impacts the value of the house, okay? So if you haven't seen it yet, go watch The Watcher, and uh, we're gonna look at uh, some case or no case next as we have some things pouring in on the Instagram live feed. If you're on the Instagram live and you wanna ask a question, all you gotta do is purchase a badge and you'll get your question answered. So that's how we're running things uh, in terms of questions uh, as we have them now. So what is this case or no case thing that I'm talking about? So those of you who Possibly may have seen me on TV before. It's been a couple years uh, since I've done that. So most of you probably haven't. But uh, if you did, a couple years ago, we did a segment. It was called Case or No Case. And when we did it on live TV, there were two hosts that were there. They had a uh, little uh, paddle in their hand and they were, they'd have to pick one, two, or three. And they were determining which case out of the facts that I was going to read was a real case. Okay, and and by real, I mean, who has an actual viable case, right? All of these facts could be real, okay? And in in this particular instance, for today, all of these things did really happen, but only one of these people has a case. And actually on TV, we had a case, we had actually had a briefcase, and I had opened it up, and boom, you'd have the number there. So we're gonna do this a little differently. We're gonna, I'm gonna give you all, all the facts, you're going to guess. So I'm going to give you the facts of each case. I'm going to pause, give you all an opportunity to try to think through which one. I want you, those of you on the live, I want you to drop in the number, one, two, or three, of which one you think is correct. Those of you that are watching on YouTube and on video later on, drop it in the comments. Let me know, and let me know your thoughts as to which one and why. We have a a quasi-Halloween theme today. First case, first case is the case of the tuxedo killer. So a man goes into a theme park, he hides after hours without any permission from the theme park because he wanted to go swim with the dolphins, or not dolphins, excuse me, the penguins. Uh, You could swim with dolphins, but in this scenario, it was the penguins, okay? And and look, he saw penguins in the gift shop and, and he thought that they were, you know, nice, cuddly, fun, fun animals. Okay, he got drunk and he snuck into where the penguins are after he hid out in the theme park all night. He falls asleep and he is later found floating in the frigid waters surrounded by the penguins. Because remember, penguins swim around in really cold water. They're they're cold water animals, although we have them in the Florida Zoo, so I don't know. And it's hot here. But be that as it may, this was cold, frigid waters. He falls asleep. The man's family claimed that because the park sold stuffed penguins and the penguins were tuxedos, the penguins were not dangerous. Therefore, they argued that the park, the theme park, had a duty to warn people not to go in the penguin pen and go in the frigid waters because they could die. That's case number one. That is the tuxedo killer. So is it that one? Or 
Is it number two? Here comes number two. This one is scary. All right. A woman goes into a haunted house at a theme park and she goes in and, and this haunted house was scary because, well, it was a haunted house. As a result of going into that haunted house, she suffered psychological trauma because she was so afraid. She sues the theme park. Does she have a case? So think about that, all of you, going to Hollow Scream and going to Halloween Horror Nights in Tampa and Orlando. You get really scared. Do you have a case? Right? Or in the case of taking my kids to the to the zoo and going through the creatures of the night, the spooky junkyard thing that they had. They were super spooked. Do they have a case? Okay. Number three. Is it number three? Does number three have a case? This one is keeping you in stitches. So a man was exiting an attraction at a theme park and there were pipes that held up the structure of this attraction. And Most of these pipes were covered with padding to protect because they were hard. They were hard metal pipes. Most of them had a padding on them to to protect you from running into these pipes. Well, one of them near the exit was not. Okay, so all these other pipes are covered. One by the exit is not. And the man, he fell into that one pipe that wasn't covered with padding by the exit. And the pipe had a sharp edge. He ended up getting cut, had, had some stitches, and it's a place where the park, the people who work in the park would come in and out all the time. Okay. The man then sued the park. Does the man who hit his head on the non-padded pipe, keeping him in stitches, does he have a case? So I'm going to give it to you one more time. We have the tuxedo killer. Does the tuxedo killer have a case? This one is scary. The haunted house one. Does she have a case? That's number two. Or is it number three, the person who hit their head and ended up keeping them in stitches. Which one is it? Well, drum roll, please. Who has a case? Those of you on Instagram Live, go ahead and answer on Instagram Live. You're more than welcome to. Your answers will pop up on the screen. Those of you who are watching on YouTube, go ahead and put your comments in right now. Here we go. Case is number three. Number three is the only one that actually has a viable case. Now, why is that? Well, the park has a duty to warn when there's a dangerous condition that they knew or should have known about, all right? And, and the should have known about becomes, you know, a, a little bit more of a gray area. And the fact of the matter is, if it's by a place where the, the employees are coming in and out all the time, they absolutely should have known about it, right? And, and that's in there with the law because you don't want people to be able to just go, oh, I didn't know about it, so therefore I can't be held responsible, Okay, so that is why, right? We wouldn't want businesses to be able to just go, hey, yeah, someone got hurt, but eh, I didn't know it existed, so eh, I'm, I'm free and clear, okay? So that is why number three is the case. Now, why isn't it number one? Well, he was a trespasser. He was breaking the law. This guy stayed there after hours. He hid in the park after hours. He, you know, by hiding, he's evading security, things like that, right? So he's trespassing. Additionally, He's drunk, and in the state of Florida, if you're drunk and you you being drunk contributes to your injuries, plays a part in your injuries up to 51% or 51% or more, excuse me, guess what? You lose. You're out. You're done. You get zero, okay? And it's not likely that the park's going to have a duty to warn 
for you to stay out of where the animals are. Usually there's cages and everything else. And the common sense should probably kick in a little bit too and go, yeah, penguins are in cold water. I touched cold water and ooh, it's cold. I probably shouldn't stay in here. But remember he was drunk, okay? Why isn't it number two? This one is scary. Well, she was in a haunted house. It, it was all psychological. So generally speaking, at least in Florida, you have to have a physical injury. There has to be some sort of physical touch that goes along with the psychological trauma. She also went to a haunted house, right? And so on some levels, you, you have an obligation to assume risk, right? You go to a haunted house, you know why you're going there. You're going there because it is supposed to be scary, right? That is its intended purpose. The theme park was using this haunted house for its intended purpose, okay? Now, how could you make number two a case? You go in the theme park, one of the, the people that are, are scaring people hits you, okay? And you get injured from it. Now you have a case because you can go, okay, I have the physical injury. I also now have the psychological injury because I'm afraid to go in, right? And and we see that with car accidents a lot. So that that's how that part works. Okay, so that is the case or no case for today. I hope you all enjoyed that, right? Uh, we're going to be doing that, working that in uh, maybe once a month. We'll work that in once every couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, just a, a good addition to the show, keeping things interesting. Uh, if you ever have any listener questions, please reach out to me. You can find me on all the, all the social media avenues. And before I forget, the show today is brought to you by Frankie Injury Law. If you're in a car crash and you have some injuries, you need a lawyer to help you out. Make sure you call my friends over at Frankie Injury Law. 813-800-4LAW. That's 813-800-4529. Make sure you give them a call. All right. Those of you with questions, drop them in. Those of you on the live, go ahead and ask your questions now, and we'll get to answering them. Once again, it's the Law Father Podcast. Big shout out to Radio Influence for always uh, being a good partner of ours and doing a great job producing the show and the video. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Happy Halloween, everybody. Lawfather out.